Okay, well, uh, welcome, and I'm pretty excited to send out this podcast to our emergency medicine uh, candidates and anybody who's willing to listen <laughs> uh, to introduce our new program director, Dr. Ernie Lieber. Thank you very much. It's uh, good to be here, and uh, can't wait to get get started in this. Yeah, you're uh, gonna endeavor. you're gonna get started sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have already, and uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So Ernie, I, I've known Ernie for a long, long time. Ernie was uh, one of my residents way back when, uh, and was a uh, <clears throat> uh, somebody we recruited right out of residency to work here at Hahnemann when Hahnemann was one of the other main teaching sites back in the MCP days. Uh, when Ernie trained. And uh, Ernie was faculty here for a while, became the medevac director of our helicopter medevac service. And um, then uh, took a little quick foray into the community side of things and then came back to be our chairman at St. Joe's Hospital, which is uh, one of our affiliate sites not far from here. <clears throat> and a lot of our faculty uh, started their careers uh, under Ernie's watchful eye as chair over at St. Joe's. So um, I wanted to sit down with Ernie today and give Ernie a chance to talk about um, uh, his philosophy, his approach to education, um, and uh, talk a, a little bit about um, what being a program director means for, uh, for you, Ernie. Like, what, what's it all about? So uh, for me, it's really about the people. It's about the relationships uh, with the residents. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I said, when I came out of residency, I, I wanted to stay around. I wanted to be involved. I was involved for, uh, for quite a while. Right. Um, had a little itch to go out to the community and did that and, and found out pretty quickly that that wasn't going to be for me <laughs> forever. Right. Um, and, and, and made my way back here when this opportunity to be a chair in a community hospital opened up. Um, but really, like I said, it's, it's about the relationships. It's about getting to know these, uh, these residents, these physicians, young physicians, uh, not just as physicians and doctors, but mm -hmm. as people, you know, learning what makes right. them tick, learning, uh, you know, what makes them who they are. And, uh, and, and what I want to do is really get to know them in a way so that I can individualize their training and, and, mm -hmm. and, and bring something, you know, individualized to them. Yeah, we, I think that we're, we find that one of the best formulas for success, and this is where some of the milestone concepts come in now, is that instead of getting into this process where we just observe the resident during their shift or their block and then give them a grade when it's all over, we really look at them along that whole milestone process and, and individualize uh, their education. Uh, stuff that we do with these shift cards now where we sit down beforehand and we say, hey, what are you working on? Let's work on that this shift. I think those types of things are, 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 are really, really positive. Um, and uh, really do allow you to sort of like take each resident and move them very quickly through all the skills that they need to become a great yeah. EM doctor. Yeah, I agree. Some people uh, look at the milestones and kind of moan and groan a little <laughs> bit, I think. Yeah, um, you were at I, that meeting, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it is important. I think it, it, it gives them, uh, gives the residents and the faculty uh, some goals, some uh, you know, something to look at to know right. where they should be, where they need to get to, uh, and really gives you uh, something to look at, uh, uh, you know, on paper. Mm -hmm. um, it allows you to set your own goals, to self-evaluate yourself, mm -hmm. not always uh, to even have to rely on feedback, um, but to really uh, manage yourself yeah. and, and self-evaluate. Yeah, I think when when we are do when we are doing, for example, go to go back to these shift cards. 
when we sit down with the residents, we talk to them and say, you know, what are you working on? <clears throat> That's the most important thing that happens where they kind of do a self-assessment and say like, yeah, I got a little stuck on EKGs last time. And then that allows the faculty right. to really just say, like, all right, that's fine. We're going we're gonna to focus on that. And that way I don't have to be like Socrates and ask you 20 questions until I find out you don't know something, which is, you know, kind of an old school but very uncomfortable way to learn. <laughs> right, right, right. I found that uh, kind of this, uh, you know, new learning uh, that's happening, people want to be involved. They want to be engaged. Yep. They want to kind of have that autonomy in their, their own education and uh, you know, be, being able uh, being able to, to bring that to people is going to be something I want to really uh, kind of mm -hmm. focus on. Yeah, it's very it's very important to be able to um, to really you know uh, adjust the process and the program in a way that facilitates your particular learning style is something that is important. It's hard to deliver at times. Uh, we, for example, when we look at all the changes we're going to try to make and are trying to make with conference. You know, we try to use different, um, like podcasting, mm -hmm. uh, the Journal Club and whatnot. And it's not like we know one thing will work. We really feel like it has to be like a multiple, you know, multiple right. offerings, multiple approaches. Sometimes, you know, for instance, when we do board review, sometimes you just have to sit down and take questions. And right. answer, you know what I mean? And then other times you make it interactive or whatnot. Right, right, yeah. There's multiple ways to learn. Uh, some ways work better for some than others. Right, uh, and, and to be able to to bring all those different you know, ways uh, to learn to people is going to be uh, something that we want to do. You know, I still really strongly believe too that one of the best way, you know, one of the number one ways to learn emergency medicine is going to be at the bedside in yeah. the ER as mm -hmm. a clinician. Yeah, that's right? very, very true. You know, to be an expert at something, you need to put in the hours. And uh, mm -hmm. it's the, you know, the hours at doing that. You want to be an expert in golf, you need to yeah. go hit 10,000 golf shots. Right. You know, you want to be an expert in emergency medicine, yeah. you know, maybe 10,000 patients or 10,000 yeah. hours. Yeah. I think you told me you just saw 10,000 patients at St. Joe's Right, today. yeah. I think <laughs> I, it certainly feels like it. Uh, I just, you know, behind the scenes fact that Ernie and I were going to try to do this earlier today, but just before Ernie left, uh, it was trying to leave his... His patient crashed, and a cortis and an intubation later, and now we're finally doing doing our podcast. But yeah. you know, people prize EM physicians on their know-how, and um, it is great to have a very good fund of knowledge. It's it's the basis, but your your know-how and and getting getting a sick patient out of a jam, that's what people really really say. Oh, that guy, that 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 person's really got great EM skills. So tell me a little bit about what you think about the um, about the program now. I mean, you've been you were a resident way back, and now you're um, and you were faculty, and you know you a lot of our folks came out of the residency and worked for you at St. Joe's. What do you think about the program? What's what's the strengths and what are the weaknesses? What do you where you know where do what's the foundation we're starting yeah. with? Yeah. So I, I think that this program still has a very strong foundation. You're right. When I when I was here as a resident, you know, I was learning from guys like you. I was mm -hmm. learning from Dave Wagner, um, you know, working alongside, you know, Dave in the ER and you know, really learned a lot. Um, you know, the, the strengths here are, are still the same. We have a variety of clinical sites. Sure, we go to, yeah. you know, uh, sure, multiple maybe. different ERs, yeah. uh, see different kinds of patients uh, at yeah. all those different ERs. Um, when you're going to these multiple sites, every site has different faculty. Uh, yep. You learn from many different faculty. Everybody has different ways of doing things. 
you know, you take a little bit from this person, a little bit from that person, mm -hmm. and, and, and form your own style. Mm -hmm. um, but just being exposed to that many different attendings and faculty, you learn so much from each one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we spend a lot of time in the ED itself, uh, right. at the bedside, right. you know, maybe more than, than most other programs, uh, which, uh, you know, I've already uh, said is, is what I really think is the best way to learn emergency medicine. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that the foundation is here. You know, I think that we have the talent in the faculty, we have the talent in the residents, and putting that foundation together with everyone's talent, I mean, I, I, I feel like we, you know, there's no way we can't succeed. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. And I, um, I, I do think that um, you're in a good position to judge that because a lot of the folks, you know, that came out of this program work for you right at, right at St. Joe's. So, um, you know, uh, and we always get huge compliments from, from places wherever our folks go. They always, you know, send us like, oh, wow, that... We, you know, uh, we got so-and-so about a year ago, and that, that guy's killing it, or she's killing it. They're really doing a great job. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, that, we take a lot of pride in that. I would say about half our grads go into community, right? You right, know, the right. other half go into academics. So you can't produce a graduate that, you know, can do that without being focused on fundamentals, basically. Right. So, so, you know, you came back, you know, you're out there in the community and you came back and, and your motivation was to be part of the academics again. So talk to me about like what, you know, made you make that decision to, uh, you know, to go from, you were making the big bucks out there right here. <laughs> well, it's, it might be a little overblown. <laughs> but uh, what made you come back to the department way back when? I, I mean, I know I sought you out to be chair at St. Joe's because yeah. we needed, it was a place that was a startup from soup to nuts and we needed a strong leader there. But what made you make that trip back to academics and say, yeah. like, this is where I want to be? Yeah, I, I, I really just missed it. You know, I, uh, I really loved my time here. I love emergency medicine. Mm -hmm. um, I, I miss the residents most of all. Mm. Just uh, uh, being around younger physicians, you know, that, that we trained at St. Joe's, some of the fellows, um, you know, really showed me uh, what I love about emergency medicine. And, and that's teaching and training. Um, you know, we had medical students, we had residents over there, and uh, made me really see what I, what I love about it, emergency medicine. You know, emergency medicine has brought great, you know, personal satisfaction, professional satisfaction to me. Um, you know, we take care of anyone, anytime, and uh, that's something to be proud of. Yeah. Um, you know, some people feel like, you know, maybe the specialty is a little diluted with that, but I, I don't, I, I don't see that. I think, you know, we have to embrace that, you yeah. know. Uh, uh, that part of our specialty. Yeah, Dave Wags always used to say that emergency medicine was the only specialty created by patients. All the other right. specialties were created by surgeons specializing or medicine docs saying, well, cardiology. Patients created emergency medicine because right. they just said, I want somebody who knows how to do all this mm -hmm. in a place I can get to 24 hours a day. And right. that's the great, I think that's the huge satisfaction in emergency medicine. It's what patients want. You know, yeah. and that's that's really, really uh, enormously uh, important, and and drives the the satisfaction. Talk to me a little right. about you. You're 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 quoting Daniel Pink there with <laughs> autonomy, mastery, and purpose, and I'm a big believer in that. So how does a what is a, a residence in their training program, and you know we're working with them to develop a little autonomy in their educational process. But talk about um, mastery uh, and and how they go about that, and talk about purpose too. Like what what brings? Because what Daniel Pink says is that what that brings happiness and satisfaction. Right. 
Yeah, sure. I'm definitely a believer in that. Uh, you know, without uh, you, you want to you want to see your own growth. You mm-hmm. want to see yourself being a, a master of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the, the, to be able to help somebody along, uh, to s- help somebody see their own growth, right, right. Um, is, is what I want to help. Sure. What I want to help them to do. Um, you want to you want to have purpose in what you do, mm. uh, and uh, you know part of bringing that to the residents is is going to be something I want to help them see. You know, a lot of times you you know you're going through your education, and you may not even realize yeah, what your up. end goal is. Right. It becomes uh, one shift after another. Exactly, right. exactly. But then if you can sit back, think about it, right? Be a little mindful about it. Um, look right. back at where you started and where you're going. Right. Um, you know that can really bring bring great satisfaction to what you're doing. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I, I tell you, the times where it becomes just, as we like to say, flipping burgers, you kind of forget, you know, like what what it, what it is it's all about there. All right. Tell me a little bit about your interests. What yeah. um, what kind of uh, you know, you've been doing uh, heavy, heavy administrative stuff, and it'd be yeah. fun to get back into some of your academic, scholarly interests. So, right, what's, what's right. So, I so I've done EMS. You know, I did some uh, medevac. Uh, right. You know, re- coming out of uh, residency, I uh, still have kept my foot in that in, in that, but with some community EMS, right, uh, the medical director yeah. for uh, for uh, yeah, local. Uh, yeah, it was Friendship Ambulance out in Montgomery oh, nice. County. Um, so I still have some interest in EMS. I've always loved emergency radiology, especially uh-huh. emergency ultrasound. You know, when I was uh, starting as a resident, you know, the ultrasound machines back then were just gigantic. You yeah. almost couldn't <laughs> even bring them into a room. You had to, you know, pull the bed out, you right. know, kind of make it cockeyed, and yeah. uh, just to get an ultrasound machine in the room. That, that thing that looked like a giant air conditioner. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was loud. It was had to plug in. There was no batteries, you know. Right. So uh, so I've been, you know, uh, involved in that, you know, training since the beginning sure. of ultrasound in the emergency department. And I still, you know, use it every day on probably at least 75% of my patients. Yeah. Um, we'll just take it in the room and, and, and you know, use it uh, as part of the physical exam. You're, uh, you guys have got a great setup at St. Joe's, which we has been driving me crazy. I can't get it back at the mothership to work as well as you've got yeah. it going there with right. um, with the uh, the product and the and the storage. So looking forward to getting that back yeah. going here. And uh, yeah, we're going to get that up and running. Awesome. And you're you're one of the first things you're going to start working on is the ultrasound rotation. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to uh, you know tighten up this rotation. We're going to get the. Uh, uh, get the residents involved in the bedside use of ultrasound and uh, diagnostics and procedures, uh, ultrasound using procedures. Get a little research uh, so, going. Sure. That sounds great. Uh, well, uh, any last words? Uh, you know, you're, yeah. it's over the horizon. Pretty soon you can get started. I think this, uh, this group of candidates are going to be uh, making their match list. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I can tell you we've interviewed – a ton of folks are super talented. Um, we're looking forward to seeing them. And um, any last words for them as they as they uh, think about coming here next year? Sure, sure. So I'll tell you, I am uh, I am a proud graduate of this resident uh, residency. I am uh, I carry that pride with me all the time. Um, I uh, want to bring that sense of pride to uh, to everybody I train, to everybody uh, that I'm going to train. Um, you know, I want to build this culture and make everyone proud to be a, a Drexel resident and a Drexel physician. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Well, congrats and uh, welcome aboard as the program director. Uh, and uh, we look forward to digging in as soon as possible. All right. Thanks again. I can't <laughs> wait to get this going. All right, Ernie.